Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast here with Art McPherson. I'm Jennifer Perry, and occasionally we love to have some special guests here on the show to share their insights, not just on finance, but on their lives, how they're living in retirement. And we thought with the NBA season about to restart soon in the Orlando bubble, it was a great time to kind of revisit maybe when things were a little bit normal in the league. And we did that recently with retired NBA great Tim Hardaway Sr. Let's listen in to Art's conversation with him. Well, Tim, thank you for being on the show today. I appreciate it. It's neat to see you be so successful, you know, in your career. I saw you got a chance to play with one of the greats, you know, Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. He was Mm -hmm. one of those ambassadors of the Mm -hmm. NBA. How was it playing with him? You were young in your career at the time, but... Did you relish that from a standpoint of history, or was it just something that was part of basketball at the time, and you just kind of took it in stride? <laughs> no question, he's an he he still is an ambassador. But at that particular time, you know, that was magic. Yeah, you know. And um, when I first came and played at the Great Western Forum, <laughs> first of all, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> I'm at the Great Western Forum. Right, I'm about to play against Magic." Right, my first game, and then you see all the stars lined up on, the, you know, sitting down, and uh, Don Nelson. True story. Don Nelson said, "Tim, Tim," he said, "Tim, are you with us?" He said, "Sub him out," and I, he, he subbed <laughs> me. Out. He said, "He said, what's wrong?" I said, "Man, during the game, I'm yeah, at the stars. Great Western Forum. I'm playing against Magic." Right. He was like, snap out of it. <laughs> snap out of it. You know? You need you, to be. You, you need, yo, snap you out of it. You can think about that later. Yeah, you can think about that later. <laughs> but um, it took me a half. Maybe it took me the whole game. I was out there playing, but I wasn't really playing. It probably took me a whole the whole game. And this was my rookie year, and this was the right. first time. It wasn't, it wasn't the 91, you know, a playoff game. It was my first 89, sure. you know, rookie season. And I was, I was just in awe. You I know, think I would have been too. I mean, it's tough watching. You know, what I mean, you know, you you see it on TV, but you you right there and you're looking at it, and he's just constructing the game, and you know, just orchestrating the game, and just making sure that just you know, just just so flowing. Well, I mean, you yeah. know, it was like a you know a guy that you know he's doing a symphony orchestra, right? You know, and he just they mm-hmm. like puppets, and they you know that's where he was. So mastercraft, yes, that's that's what it was. So, and um, you know, I always had um. And you always have to have respect for a person like that because of what he did for the game and and how he did it for the game and how much fun he had playing the game. And I and I thought it was only right when he um, had AIDS and couldn't play. And um, we found out that you know everything was all right and he could play. It was just you know if if he was playing that season, everybody right. knew that he would have been an all star starter. Right. And you know that probably would have been his last game. You know, right. so I said, you know, it's only right, even though I'm starting, it's only right to let him play, to let him play and let him go out on a great note. Well, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I would have been the same way, you know, just seeing him, seeing it's kind of like playing with Jordan. Right. I mean, you know, it's just one of those guys that are probably going to be forever, you know, in the lures of basketball. Correct. And so just to me, I would have been the same way, I think, <laughs> as you. Exactly. So, a lot of our clients, because we do financial planning, you know, kind of in the financial services world, uh, when we're doing financial planning, we have a lot of distractions 
the stock market goes up, the mm-hmm. stock market goes down, we have the fluctuations. Mm-hmm. Um, in basketball, when you guys are training to be at a, such a high level, you know, you're at the best of the best, how do you keep yourself from being distracted too much with all the distractions when you're doing your preparation, your training? Well, you know, you, you got to understand this is a business. This is your job. This is what you do. Um, you know, it, it's hard. It's sure. hard, but it, it's also easy. You know, you, you have to prioritize, you know, your day. Sure. You know, so, so after shooting around, if you have a, a business meeting, it can only last one hour. One hour, I got to get back. I got to get some rest. I have to I have to get some rest because, you know, I'm one of the guys that's going to be out there. And without rest, I'm not going to have the fuel to have when I, you know, to You're be. You're not going to have the energy. They, correct. So that's what you have to do. You got to prioritize and make sure that you get the proper rest, the right foods to eat. And, um, you know, especially during the season. During the off season, you know, you, you can have meetings and, and, and do a lot of things anywhere and still go out and work out during the night early in the morning you know in the middle of the night if you want to but uh um during the season in the middle of the night you do that i mean if you want to i'm gonna tell you this it's a lot of basketball players when i was playing if they was doing so much stuff during the day in the middle of the night 10 11 12 1 in the morning they go get a workout you know they go you know work out in the gym go run go do this but they, they get a workout in so um it, it can be done but, you know, these guys, you know, you have to have, uh, like I said, you got to prioritize your, sure. your stuff and make sure that you you are, uh, understand what your business is. But at the same time, get your rest so you'll be ready to play. Because that is your job. That is your job. Now. That's what that's what's paying the bills. And that's what's really making you money right now. Right. I hear all the time, you know, we see it in the media all the time, athletes that are successful, athletes that are not successful, you know, with their finances and so forth. What do you think makes the difference, you know, for guys being successful and not being successful with the financial side? I think that being successful is understanding where your money at and putting it away and, and being on a set income. You know, if you're making $20 million, you can still be on a set income of $2 million or a million and a half because yep. it don't take you that much to live, right. you know. And I think that as your career is winding down, like say like, you know, like you're at like your fifth year going into winding down four, three, two, I think you should need to start looking at what are you going to do? Sure. You know, are you going to be an assistant coach? Do you want to be a GM? Do you want to be a, 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 a scout? Sure. You know, or do you want to be in media? Right. You know, do you want to be a, 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 a financial consultant or do you want to be in a financial firm or what, whatever you want to do? I think you got to start five years before you start uh, thinking about, so you can transition. So you can transition. This is, and, and in the NBA, we have so many programs for these guys to take during the summer. Sure, you know they could go in and be an internship at, at some firm, a lawyer, a doctor, whatever they want to be. But they could be right. they could be there working with them and understanding the business with them. So uh, we have things in place for them. It's just up to them to go ahead and, and, and utilize it. But um, I think at that particular time, don't don't wait until you out. Right. Because when you wait until you out, that's too late. Then you haven't planned. Right. Anything. You haven't planned. And You're going to have money, a rough transition. Right. Then the money is coming out. No money's coming in. I think right. you've got to transition yourself from year five before you start, you know, thinking about retirement and understanding this is what I'm going to do. Just like Vince Carter is doing now. You know, he's transitioning himself to be a commentator. 
Right. You know, he's doing it very well. Yeah, he does a good job. He does a good job. And he looks good on camera, too. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> but he, he still wants to play. Right. So exactly. that's good for sure. him. Um, I love talking about kids, you know, because I have two children and they're awesome. You have a very successful son who's doing really well in basketball. How do you manage that? I have a lot of clients that are coaches, and I know you've coached. How do you manage being a coach and not being too hard on your son and things like that when you're at the ball game? And then what's too hard and what's not too hard? I know I have a lot of coaches um, that listen to my show, so just wanted to see if Hardaway had some advice. Well, I will tell you this. Don't be too hard on your son. I was hard on my son because I wanted him to play like I played. And I knew that that wasn't going to happen, and I wanted him to see the game the way I saw it. And I had to step back because I was uh, hurting the family. Right. I was I was killing the family. He didn't want to talk to me. My wife didn't want to talk to me. The kids were so we Everybody was mad at me. But I sat back, and I thought about what I was doing, and I understood that I was tearing it to, to, uh the family apart and I say you know what let me just check myself and be quiet and be at the games and support him at the games and that's all I'm going to do and at first they didn't believe me and then after <laughs> like the 10th game they was like wow dad is really doing that what he said he was going to do I say you know you have to make a change and, and, and for the better for the, for the household sure. and better for him because I was I was really uh, taking basketball away from him and I was really uh making him not want to play basketball, have fun playing the game. And that's the worst thing. That's the worst thing. Right, that's sure. the worst thing. So I told him, I said, hey, you know, um, I'm going to let you learn on your own because that's the way my dad did. I'm going to um, um, let you go ahead and play. And I go out there and play with you and stuff, but I won't say nothing to you or nothing like that unless you want me to say something, unless you ask me, you know, to help you out with some things. And he was, I said, deal. He said, deal. And... I was true to my word, and I think a lot of these coaches uh, that has kids, and you can see with Tubby Smith, uh, sure, who yeah. else? With a lot of college kids that play with their dad, they couldn't do it. Right, they couldn't do it because the dad was so tough on them. Right, and then they bring it home. Right, you know, and it's it's kind of tough. So I, I told myself if if my if I wanted to coach or do something with that organization, I wasn't going to do it. You know, I was just going to leave him alone and be so he could be with that organization and be with that team, and I'd go somewhere else and work. But coaching against him, um, it was nerve wracking. I because, bet because you want him to do so well, right? And, and and you want him to play so well, right? But and, and you want your team to win, but you want him to win too. So right. it, it was nerve wracking. It is very nerve wracking, especially if that's your scout for that team. So if I have to scout, you know, the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I have to tell my team what my son likes to do right, or right. what he doesn't like you to do. You feel like you're and cheating I, against yeah, Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, so, I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I told him some things, like, but I won't tell him everything. <laughs> well, it's like betting against him. Exactly. It's like, what? Exactly. I can't do that. And, you know, and I look at the coach sometimes. I'm like, well, why you put me in that predicament? Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> well, Tim, thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. Hey, so thank nice you. To meet Appreciate it. Nice yep, to meet absolutely. you, too. Yeah. One of the good guys there in the NBA, retired player and uh, current coach there, Tim Hardaway Sr. You know, it was interesting when we were talking to him, guys. First of all, he's just a genuine, super nice guy in person, but uh, seems to be really happy with where he is in life and retirement, guys. And he made a point there, you know, these players need to start thinking about their retirement at least five years out. And 
Actually, and how art. How brilliant is that? Yeah, I mean, art. So brilliant. You guys talk to your clients about this. I mean, ideally, you'd like to see someone several years out from their expected retirement date so they can be better prepared for that transition. Well, you got to have a plan. I mean, you know, one of the things he talked about was, you know, you may make $20 million a year, but you don't have to live on that. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're a super athlete like that, you may get five years of that, four years of that eight years of that, you don't know exactly how long that contract's going to last you. So like he said, you can spend one, one and a half million dollars a year, live very well on that and then bank the rest of that money. He didn't say it exactly like that, but that's Mm -hmm. basically what you do. And you put that away for a rainy day so that when athletes are, you know, sports is done for you as an athlete, now all of a sudden you've got fallback money. You know, you've got money to transition because not everybody can be a broadcaster. Right, true, yeah. Not everybody can be a a scout. Not everybody can do all those things. There's only a few positions like that that are open. And then you've got to go back into, you know, the rank and file jobs that are available in the real world. And, you know, do you have expertise outside of your passion of basketball or whatever the pro sport is? And, you know, sometimes it takes a while to build those kind of frameworks or partnerships. And that's why he said, you got to start thinking about that five years prior. So I thought his advice was great across the board. Yeah, and uh, it kind of applies to the rest of us too. If you're even thinking about retiring, say in the next five, even 10 years, have you actually thought about how you're going to fill your time? What new things are you going to try? And most importantly too, how are you going to pay for all of that too? And that's why at the McPherson Financial Group, we want to invite you into the office there. If you have some questions about how do you enjoy your retirement as much as Tim Hardaway is enjoying his, connect with us online. You can do that anytime at artofmoneyradio.com. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 Today's show has been a work of art. 